0: And this morning, I want to just continue in the series uh, that Pastor Brandon started about nine weeks ago now. Hadn't it been a great series? Yeah. And, uh, and so I just want to continue in that vein, and it kind of fits what, what we just did with Maria. But um, I want to share with you a word that I feel like the Lord placed in my heart. And um, as we continue in the series, uh, in the book of Joshua, we're in the midway point in the book. And so Joshua's been leading the people of Israel. They crossed the Jordan. They crossed that barrier. The, 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 the Jordan River was dried up. And they walked across and they, they defeated Jericho. They dealt with the situation in Ai. They uh handled up after um after repenting with the Gibeonite deception. And uh they're they're in the promised land now. And and now God uh is coming to joshua again and joshua is now a hundred years old he's no spring chicken and god gives him this word in joshua chapter 13 and in verse 1 now joshua was old and advanced in years and the lord said to him you are old advanced in years and there remains very much land yet to be possessed The message to Joshua was, there remains very much land yet to be possessed. Basically, the Lord was telling Joshua, I think, hey, Joshua, I'm not done with you yet. There is more land that you need to occupy. Amen. And I think that's the same word that the Lord wants us to know. Hey, I am not done with you yet. Can you receive that this morning? Regardless of how old you are or how long you've been serving the Lord, I think it's very possible that we haven't yet reached the end of what God has for us. And so we, we need to be encouraged today that God wants us to possess our full spiritual inheritance and not leave anything on the table. Come on, how many of you say, I, I, I don't want to leave anything on the table, amen? First Peter 1 Peter 1.4 says this, We have been born into a new life which has which has an inheritance that cannot be destroyed or corrupted, can't fade away. The inheritance is kept in heaven for you. You know, for the children of Israel, their inheritance was the promised land. But God has a spiritual inheritance, amen, for you and I. And, and, you know, an inheritance is an acquisition of valuables and property and possessions, which is inherited when a relative dies. And how many of you know, whenever our, our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ died, we became recipients of his inheritance. Amen. And so, and as Christians... We need to walk in that inheritance. And that's what I want to talk about. God has all kinds of blessings. He has incredible peace and joy. He has favor. He has a destiny. Amen. He has deliverance. He has healing. He has a ministry for you. He has another level of blessing for every one of us. And so let's not stay near the wilderness. Let's go into the promised land and get everything God has for us. Come on. Can you receive that this morning? Amen. You know, it's quite possible that we haven't possessed everything. Like Maria, you know, she's taken this step and it looks like, okay, man, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm part of the worship team. I'm a worship leader at family life and I'm leading people in the presence of God. That's great. And the Lord says, no, I have a greater work for you. And so I believe the Lord is telling us, I have a greater work for you. I want you to, I want you to just be encouraged today. Can you receive that God has something greater for you? You see, I think part of what I need to deal with is I need to deal with maybe a faith level of mindset that we need to break in order to get into that next level of blessing. Amen. I love what Ephesians 3.20 says. It, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works with us, God has more in store for you. Amen. I want to say it again. God has more in store for you. So let's talk about how do you possess your full spiritual inheritance? I just want to share a couple of thoughts. Number one is you got to allow your vision of possibilities to be expanded. You can't have small things. You got to open up your spirit, right? Is there anything out of the realm of possibilities when it comes to God working in your life? And the answer is, is there anything that's impossible? If God can take a shepherd boy and make him a king, can he take you and bring you to another level? If he can take a, a stinky fisherman and all he knows how to do is throw nets out of the boat and catch fish and he can make him an incredible apostle, mighty man of God. Can God take you and make you a great man or woman of God? And the answer is, yes, he can. I love Matthew nine twenty three. Jesus said, if you can believe all things are possible to them that Believe you got to believe. So to receive more, you must believe that God has more for you. You know, I was talking to a guy years ago, and uh, he he uh, he asked me at church one Sunday. He said, "Hey, would you be willing to meet with me?" I said, "Yeah." So I met with him during the week. He came to my office, and he said, "Listen." He said, my mom's frustrated. She's tired of supporting me. You know, he was older and he was still living at home. His mom was having to pay all his bills. And he said, my mom's frustrated with me because she's still got to support me. And I should be on my own. I should be doing my own thing. And I'm still struggling. And my mom has the burden of continuing to carry me. So what should I do? I said, well, man, what you need to do is you need to go get a job. In fact, get a job where you make enough money to pay your bills. And so you don't have to wait, you don't have to lean on your mom's help anymore. You can do it on your own. And he looks back at me and he says, I, I don't think I could do that. I don't have enough skills. I don't have enough, I don't, I don't know enough about things, and I I, I can't do that. And as he said that to me, my heart broke for him. And I looked back at him and I said, Yes, you can. You can do that. You're telling me the same power that raised Jesus from the dead that's living inside of you can't get you a job where you can live on your own, pay your bills and make it. Yes, you can. But you know, the problem was he was stuck. I encouraged him to start feeding his faith and start believing that God could do the impossible. Can I encourage you today? You got to start believing that God can do more in your life than you're doing right now. Amen. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. So I want you to be encouraged today. The Lord is wanting to do more in your life. He's got more ground. I love Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? Perceive means, in other words, are you making room in your heart and your mind and your spirit that there is more? Hello. Are y'all out there right now? God has more for you. And I think what we've done is we've reduced the big God to a little God. And I think it's time we get God out of the little box we put Him in and let Him be God. Amen. Come on, who the earth is His... Come on, the earth is His throne and the... Or the earth is His footstool. Come on, heaven is His throne. He's a big God and He does a big work and He's got a big work for you. Amen. Listen, you have to first be convinced that God has bigger... And better for you. You have to begin believing. That God has an increase for you. He's got a new level for you. He's got a new level of relationship and blessing and financial windfall. God's got more for you. Come on. If you stick with the wilderness mentality, you're going to stay in the wilderness. You got to get rid of that wilderness mentality and you need to grab hold of a promised land mentality. God has more for you. I want to encourage you to start believing that God has more in store. Isaiah 54, 2 says, Lord's the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cards, strengthen your stakes for you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. You know what? God was trying to enlarge their faith. He was trying to say, listen, start believing for more. Start thinking of more. Come on. Don't stick Don't stay stuck in this rut of this is all I can ever expect in life. This is as far as I'm going to go in life. No, 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 no. We serve a God that is progressive, that is moving, that wants to renew. He wants to restore. He wants to heal. He wants to deliver. He wants to set free. He wants to take you from where you were. And he wants to take you to a place you never dreamed of. Amen. God is trying to enlarge our faith this morning. And if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. All things are possible to them that believe. You know, a guy I had lunch with years ago asked me a question. If you could ask God to do anything in your life, what would you ask Him? And I was just saved, I was fairly young. And I said, I would ask Him to get me out of the all field. And I would love to spend my life doing ministry. And he looked back at me and he said, Todd, you you're not ministry material. And so I, I was saddled with that. You're not ministry material. But 35 years later. Amen. Can I ask you what would the Lord want to do in your life? What would you like the Lord to do in your life? Because there's always going to be somebody that says, you're not the right material. You don't come from the right side of the tracks. Your last name is not the right last name. You see, you don't, you, you, you missed out. Come on. Your brother might have it, but you don't have it. Come on. I'm here to tell you, you are the right person. You are on the right side of the tracks. You got everything on the inside of you that God can use to bring you where God wants to bring you. Amen. The question is, do you believe it this morning? You gotta believe it. Amen. You gotta believe it. Ephesians 3.20, to him who is able to do exceedingly above and beyond anything you could ask or think. The second step to possessing your inheritance is this. Allow God's word to remove limiting mindsets. You see, they will keep you from the greater levels of blessing. I think it's really true. You can't go further than your mindsets will take you. And sometimes we got limited mindsets. You've heard that, that story. I can't think of a better illustration. I use it all the time, but it's such a perfect picture. They put fleas in the jar and put the lid on and put some holes in it. And the fleas were trying to get out of the jar and they'd hit their head on the jar, on the lid. And then they would come back down. After a while, they took the lid off and the fleas wouldn't leave the jar. Because their experience gave them a limited mindset. We can't get out of this jar. We can't go any further than this. And the same is true for you and I. We experience things in our lives sometimes, whether it's something somebody said to us, a failure we had in life, some kind of situation around us, and we say we can't go any further because the lid has been put on your life by a mindset. And I'm saying you got to get that mindset renewed. you got to break that mindset. you got to take the lid off of your life if you want to experience all that God has for you. Amen? I think that was an issue for Joshua because I, I think his age was a barrier, was a mindset, and it created a limit on his life. And I think, wouldn't you say being 100 years old can give you a limiting mindset? Like, come on, let's go skydiving, 100 years old. I mean, you know, are y'all with me? Come on, let's do a marathon. But in Joshua 13, 1, I want you to notice this. Now, Joshua was old and advanced in years. And the Lord said to him, you are old and advanced in years. And there remains very much land yet to be possessed. Let me paraphrase this verse. I think it might read something like this. Now that you're older, Joshua, you might be thinking that I'm done with you. But don't focus on your age. Your work is not finished. I am not done with you yet, Joshua. I have more for you. Amen. So here's the personal application. Don't let negative experiences or naysayers or situations cause you to be trapped in limiting mindsets. God is not done with you yet. Come on, let's take that lid off this morning. Amen. My brothers and sisters, there's much more that God has for us. If you're hearing my voice, if you're breathing, God's not done. Come on. Come on, if you're breathing, God's not done. Listen, sometimes the latter rain is greater than the former rain. Come on, the Lord can do in your life now what you never dreamed that you hadn't been able to accomplish all your life. God is not, he's not restricted by time or space or age. or it, He has nothing that limits him. And he says, I got a purpose, I got a plan, I got a destiny for you. Would you get out of the jaw? Come on, what'd you get out of the jar? What's that negative personal experience that you've had? You're too young. You're too old. You're not gifted enough. You got too many failures. What's holding you back? Your education level, your physical, mental capacity. See, my friend that said, I can't, I can't make it on my own. He had a limiting mindset and it's limiting mindsets are so powerful because they are like the lid on your life. And so listen, you'll never reach your full purpose and destiny until new mindsets are developed. In fact, Jesus said it like this. In Matthew 9:17, no one puts new wine in old wine skins, for the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wine skins so that both are preserved. Come on, we need new wine skins. Amen. <laughs> Listen, new levels of blessing need new wine skins. New wine requires new skins. And so Jesus is trying to tell us, if you want to go to another level, come on, you need a new mindset. You need a fresh mindset. You need a fresh wine skin. And I know that this morning that I'm dealing with mental mindsets that even as I'm saying this, it's hidden these mindsets that say, no, that doesn't apply to me. And it's wanting to come back at me. And I'm saying, no, I'm sending it back out again. And I'm saying no to the mindsets that. Say, Says you gotta stay where you are, you gotta stay sick, you gotta stay defeated, you gotta stay in failure, you gotta stay struggling, you gotta stay in the COVID depression and discouragement. I'm saying, rise up, man and woman of God. You're above the COVID virus, you're above the situation in this land. God has made you a conqueror and a possessor of an inheritance. Amen. Now, two ways to develop positive mindsets. Number one, keep renewing your mind with the word of God. You've got to keep renewing your mind. Romans 12, 2, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. How? By renewing your mind. The word will wash your mind, cleanse your mind, break those strongholds. In in, in John 8:32, Jesus said, You're going to know the truth, and the truth will make you free. You see, Joshua's life and destiny began to change as soon as he heard God say, there's more land, Joshua. Really? God, you know I'm a 100 years old. Yeah, I know. I know. But there's more land, Joshua. One word that you read in the scripture, one story that you read can give you the truth that you need to get set free that can lead you on a project, a trajectory in life that the people around you will say, that's God. That's God. Come on, how many of you have people in your life right now that say, oh, Tony, that's God. There's no way we would have thought that of you. That's God, James. That's God's story. That's God. Come on, God's got a great work for us. Amen. Come on. I hope this is encouraging you. If it's not, it's okay, because I'm getting encouraged. You just listen in. All right? So number one, you got to renew your mind. Number two, got to cast down every negative thought about yourself and about God. See, Martin Luther said, listen, I can't stop birds from flying over my head, but I can stop them from making a nest in my hair. You can't stop the thoughts that hit the screen of your mind, but you don't have to take those thoughts and build a case against yourself. Amen? Come on. You don't have to believe it. Amen. Yeah, but Todd, you don't know what happened to me. I know I don't know what happened to you, but don't let the enemy build this nest in your head. Do you know what Jesus did? Did you know what happened to Jesus? Do you know what Jesus made available to you? There's nothing that can stop you. All things are possible to them who believe. So here's how you remove limiting mindsets. You begin taking thoughts captive as 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. You begin to cast down imaginations. Anytime you start having a thought, you are failure, you're nothing, you're a nobody and God won't help you. That's of the devil. Pull them down in Jesus' name and let the truth of God begin to win out in your life. Amen? See, whenever I became, I I don't know if you guys live on the same street I do, okay? But let me tell you a little bit about the street I live on. When I first became a Christian, because of my past experiences, you see, I had a lot of negative thoughts running through my mind. You see, because listen, negative thoughts about myself, thoughts like, you're just a loser, A lost dope head that's never going to amount to anything. You ever heard something like that? What you've done in your life, listen, doubtful thoughts about God. God's not going to use you with your past. You've committed way too many sins. God is not interested in somebody with a past like yours. You ever heard anything like that? Is that of God or no? I had to learn how to take captive those thoughts. I had to learn how to renew my mind. With the washing of the water of the word. And I had to quote verses like 2 Corinthians. I'm a new creature in Christ. All oh, things are passed away. Amen. Come on. Erath is behind me, brothers and sisters. First 1 Corinthians 1.27. God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. He don't need some high-flying you know, silver-tongued talker. All he needs is availability. How many of you are available? Philippians 4, they, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. First John 4, 4, greater is he that is in me than anything or body or person, circumstance that's trying to stop me from my inheritance. Amen? I learned to declare God's truth over my life. Job said you're going to declare a thing and it's going to come to pass. I, I begin to declare, listen, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to succeed in Jesus' name. My life is not going to stay the same. I'm getting better and stronger every day. I have to ask you, do you believe that? Do you expect your life to get better every day? Or are you expecting me to get worse every day? Come on, you got to, you got to think, you got to, Listen to what you think about yourself. you got to pay attention, amen? God is going to bless me and use me for His kingdom and His glory. You know I say that? You might think I'm crazy. God, you're going to use me. God, you're going to bless me. God, you're going to favor me. God, you're going to improve my life. Lord, you're going to bring me to new areas of territory. Lord, you're going to take me to new places to occupy. I'm not finished yet. I'm not 100 years old, but there's more land to occupy. And I'm trying to encourage you. God has that for you too. Amen? And you, if you get that in your spirit, you'll never be the same. The third step to possessing your inheritance is be intentional and aggressive in possessing your spiritual inheritance. Hey, folks, listen. The Lord paid a very high price, right? For us to have peace, for us to have joy, for us to have victory and not defeat. He paid a very high price like he gave his life. He was crucified for us, right? But we can't just be indifferent, And complacent and expect our inheritance to fall in our lap. Yeah, I understand. Not many amens there. We got to be intentional. We got to be aggressive. We got to go after it. Come on, listen. The kingdom of God. Joshua didn't possess the promised land because he was complacent. Because he sat on the spiritual couch of apathy. Joshua was a warrior. Joshua went after it. He said, look, as far as you could stay over there in the wilderness if you want to. Come on, you can You can look at the giants and say, I'm staying in the wilderness. I'm going in the promised land. Come on, you got to be aggressive. You got to be a warrior. Come on, listen, I know some of us have more aggressive personalities than others. But listen, when it comes to spiritual things, you need a little fire in your belly. Come on, you need a little fire in your spirit, amen? You need to get where you say, I'm tired of the enemy just pushing me down. I'm not letting him push me down. I'm pushing back in Jesus' name. Come on, you got to push back. Joshua 18, one and three says, in the whole, uh, Joshua had these seven tribes that didn't want to go possess their land. And so Joshua, I'm fast forward to 18, you know, from 13 to 18, and, but I just want to pull this story out. There were seven tribes that didn't go possess their land. And so in verse 18, 1, then the whole congregation of the sons of Israel assembled themselves at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there. And the land was subdued before them. There remained among the sons of Israel seven tribes who had not divided their inheritance. So Joshua said to the sons of Israel, how long will you put off entering to take possession of the land which the Lord, the God of your fathers has given you? So Joshua basically rebukes them. And he says, man, how long? What are you waiting for? Why didn't they pursue their inheritance? It was already theirs for the taken. Maybe they'd become content with what they had. Maybe they had gotten just too complacent and lazy and said, you know, listen, it's much better than it was. I'm just, I'm just glad to be here. Maybe they might have just gotten weary of fighting the battles. I don't know. But listen, good might be the enemy of best. Come on, being satisfied with where you are might be what's keeping you from a greater blessing. Folks, we can't get satisfied with where we are in our spiritual life. We gotta keep hungering for God. We gotta keep wanting more, amen. We gotta keep, listen, Matthew 11, 22 says, from the day of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and the forceful men lay hold of it. This verse is Expressing expressing the passionate, intentional aggressiveness we must have if we want to possess our our inheritance. Amen. We need to be aggressive in the pursuit of our relationship with God. He says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. Listen, in Christ is your inheritance. If you want more, draw closer to him. Draw closer to Christ because all of your inheritance is in him. If you get more of him, you get more of your inheritance and there's no limit to what he might have for you amen amen listen the problem with the church of the lay of of of, of ephesus was he said you have left your first love you've quit pursuing me you've quit going after me listen you got your ticket you can go to heaven but my brothers and sisters that's just one area of the promised land that's just one parcel of land god has more for you you can, you can just take your ticket and go to heaven, but you're going to leave your purpose and your destiny on the table. You got to go after God. Listen, you know what? The good thing about what's happening, people are getting set free from some of the holes of the world, which is keeping us from falling in love with God. Amen? So we need to we need to pursue God. I don't know what you do in the morning, but you should get up and seek the Lord. Amen. Listen, I don't know what you've been reading, but you should get your face in the book and read your, your inheritance. Come on, it's in there. Your will and testament is in the Bible. And he says, I have great things. Come on, are y'all with me today? Are y'all receiving this today? If you are, say amen. 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 We need to be aggressive in spiritual warfare. Jesus said in Luke eleven nineteen, "I say to you, asking it will be given; and seeking and you will find; knocking the door will be opened to you." I believe this verse has to do with aggressive nature, of spiritual warfare. Spiritually speaking, when you knock on doors, it's because they're barricaded, they're shut, they're locked. And I truly believe closed, locked, barricaded doors represents spiritual opposition. In, in, in 1 Corinthians 69, said says, For a great and effective door has opened to me, and there are many adversaries. Do you know there's an enemy that don't want you to possess your inheritance? And he will stand against you. And listen, you can't roll up your sleeves and put boxing gloves on and fight the enemy. He's a spiritual enemy that needs to be fought spiritually. So every time I talk to God and I ask God for help, I'm doing warfare. Every time I'm reading my Bible, I'm doing warfare. And I think sometimes we quit doing warfare and we can't understand why we got spiritual black eyes. And the Lord is saying, "Well, you if you want to quit getting black eyes, come on, put pick up your sword, pick up your shield of faith, put on your armor, start fighting spiritually and say in Jesus name, I break opposition off my life. I break lack off my life. I break defeat and depression and discouragement off my life. I declare the blessing and favor of God is over over me today in Jesus name that's warfare that's warfare come on Would you do me a favor and just stand with me right now? And would you just lift your hands towards heaven right now? And just begin to, just by faith, just begin to declare the blessing of the Lord over your life. The favor of God over your life. Come on, declare right now. The curse is broken off of you. The curse on my family line is broken in Jesus' name. I'm not living in the wilderness. I'm living in the promised land. I declare right now. I'm moving forward. I'm moving to a new level. In Jesus' name, I'm breaking apathy and complacency off of my life in the name of jesus i'm not gonna let the world dictate to me i'm not gonna let the world be my diet i'm dieting on the word of god i'm dieting on my purpose and my destiny there's more land to occupy and i'm going in this morning in the name of jesus come on man of god come on woman of god step in Step in. Come on. Step in. God said, I will give you the territory. I will give you the territory in the name of Jesus. Come on. Let's break mindsets. I break limiting mindsets. I break barriers of failure and of defeat in the name of Jesus. I break the, 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 mindsets that have become a lid on our life today. I break doubt. I break unbelief. I break failure. In Jesus' name, I declare right now shame is broken. In Jesus' name, I declare right now rejection is destroyed right now. In Jesus' name, I release my faith over the people of God, and I declare the blessing of the Lord is making you rich. The blessing of the Lord is making you successful. The The blessing of the Lord is giving you joy and peace and freedom in Jesus' name. Come on, if you believe it, if you receive it, shout and say amen and amen and amen and amen. Thank you, Father God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you. Just take a moment and just feel the presence of God in this room right now. Feel the presence of God. God is saying that's for you. That's for you. I got a, I got a greater blessing for you. I got a greater purpose for you. I got more for you. Can you receive that today? Come on, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I can't do all things not by myself, through Christ who strengthens me. It's through Christ who strengthens me. Jesus has made the way jesus has made the way now listen the inheritance is for god's children first peter remember first peter 1 4 we have been born into a new life which has an inheritance you got to be born again you can't just believe in god you got to surrender as maria was saying you got to surrender to god you got to give your life to god that's where you get the the inheritance And I don't know if you've ever done that. I was in a church service one time like this, lost like a goose in high weeds. And I just knew in my spirit that God had more for, I needed to surrender my life. I needed to become a Christian. And maybe that's you today. Would you just bow your head with me for just a moment? If you're here today and God's tugging at your heart, saying it's time, it's time for you to surrender. It's time to become a Christian. And you know it and you know it. You say, Todd, would you pray for me that prayer? I want you just lift your hand. Just lift it high. Thank you. Just lift it high. Thank you. Just lift it up and say, that's me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's pray together. Come on. Let's pray together and let's, as a family, and just say sincerely from your heart, Lord Jesus, I surrender. I give my life to you. I surrender to you. Lord Jesus, you take the weak things of the world. I'm weak and I need your strength. Lord, would you forgive me for every sin I've ever committed? I surrender to you today and I ask you, Lord, to cleanse me, to fill me with your spirit and your guidance. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the faith to trust in you today in jesus name i pray and everybody said amen and amen amen if you prayed that prayer there's a card in the pew that says i made a decision encourage you to fill it out take a moment Bring it to the desk in the lobby. We have a gift for you, just some stuff, just like a Bible, whatever you need to, just to try to help you get started on the promised land journey. Amen. Come on. How many believe God has more, a greater ministry, greater influence, a greater anointing, a greater blessing? Father, thank you for the blessing of the Lord that is upon the people of God today. I bless them. I release them by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. If you need prayer for anything, come this way. Be blessed as you go.